0: This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam.
1: Hello. And welcome to this week's episode of Property Jam, where we talk about everything on the human side of property. And this week, we have decided that we're going to talk about conversations. Mm -hmm. So we talk a lot here about the power of community and the power of speaking to people and networking and having your tribe around you. Um, But it's also important to tell everyone you meet and to make everyone aware of what you do, why you do it, and you never know who can help you along the way. And I think... um, Sometimes we can be a little bit hesitant to tell people. We we did talk about this before a little bit on the podcast where we can be a little bit hesitant and not very um, comfortable with telling everyone what we do. Um, even especially around people that are not on board with what you do or people that are not in the self-employed uh, business or being an entrepreneur. Um, so it can sometimes feel a wee bit awkward, but you never know who you're speaking to or how they could benefit you or how you could benefit them by just being open, being honest.
2: 100%. The power of conversation is is really important. And I think if you are in this industry, everyone needs to know what you're doing hmm. because everyone you speak to, but the majority of people you speak to have got something to do with property. Either they well, they live in a property first and foremost, which they either own or they rent. And they will probably know people who own property. And they'll probably know somebody who knows somebody who's in the property industry, um, whether that's an estate agent, letting agent, uh, builder, tradesperson. Um, so, and the two things that the UK population talk about are the weather, <laughs> house prices right yeah. yeah the two things we talk about so uh, everyone's got an opinion on house prices whether you believe it whether you kind of agree with it or not um there's a conversation to be had so if people know that you're in property then things are more likely to happen because if people don't know what you're doing it's never going to happen
1: yeah every taxi driver that i've ever met knows everything there is to know about property investing
0: apart from my dad
1: <laughs> well he retired He
0: did. He's school. <laughs> out
1: uh, yeah, I think that, that's why everybody does have an opinion. So you just need to sometimes take it with a pinch of salt as to what people are saying and what their belief systems are. You don't know what their background is or how they've got or acquired those belief systems and opinions around it. What I find I do in those situations with the taxi driver example is just agree with them. Yes. You'll never see them again. Right. They're never going to invest in property anyway, most likely. So just agree with them. They'll go off happy t- that they've given someone their knowledge and their wisdom. And you just knowledge. carry on doing what you want to do.
2: <laughs> but then, yeah, the, those positive conversations where um someone goes, actually, um, if you're buying houses, I know someone who's trying to sell one or... Mm-hmm. um. Like what happened to me today Um, we're in our new offices and the guy that works in the office next to us because we're in a serviced offices and we've got our own kind of space but this guy works by himself he's a property sourcer um, and he doesn't have anyone to sell to. so we were chatting and um, he's going to bring us quite a lot of uh, opportunities um, um, yeah so we just catch up probably once or twice a week because we're going to just bump into each other and so what you got what you got And he's got a lot more time than I do to go and network with all the agents in the areas near me, um, which are in fact, which are incidentally not the areas near Nile. So it's not even like we're doubling up. It's it's like it works quite well. Um, And as we know, someone who can get deals, good deals are kind of worth their weight in gold. And it sounds like based on what this guy was saying, that he uh, um, can get some really good deals. Uh, just based on just a couple of examples he's um he's, he's shown me so
1: so those conversations around the water cooler or the coffee station actually really do work then is what you're saying
2: oh yes they definitely do in fact um this person has known about me for since <laughs> uh, for about a couple of months now because um i've not been in the office i've been on paternity leave i've been all over the place um and just the staff have just been coming in and out doing stuff and he's been saying what's going on here?" So there's been a kind of staff kind of been bigging up what we do and not even just bigging it up just telling what, what we do <laughs> and um and then uh, yeah this guy's kind of said well we need to chat we need to meet we can go for lunch we to do this I'm like yeah okay cool fine yeah send me a deal
0: it's funny isn't it because I think the whole thing is as well like if you don't if you're not visible then no one's going to see if you don't ask then you're not going to get if you don't tell then no one's going to know like it's just you have to I suppose it's linking back to what we were just talking about before we press record Matt is it's I think sometimes we take into account or take on board what we assume people will think or how somebody will respond before we kind of allow the opportunity to just be and see what happens and I think we all do that as human beings because there's a fear of judgment or upsetting people or ruffling feathers but like you say in our industry you if you don't if you're not visible if you don't put yourself out there it's never going to happen so the other day I was at a project and um the picking up the keys from uh the guy who's who was a private deal so picking up the keys from the guy who was selling and the mate I was with said oh are you are you in the market to sell anything else because he knew he had quite a few properties in the area and the bloke was like well I've got two more I've actually got two more if you'd like to have a conversation." Uh, in the end it transpired they were not the kind of properties that my mate would be looking to invest in so it just didn't it didn't happen but however that same week he was out the back having uh, a bit of chit chat with the, uh, a neighbor on the other side who has uh, a whole bunch of properties in and around the area and it's honestly what a classic tired landlord and was just like yeah looking to offload I've probably got you know a, a whole bunch of properties that I would quite happily send you away and they're just like this one <laughs> and he's like let's have a conversation he said like, I've just got to have a word with the wife but I could basically say we'd rather just do it all in one hit um you know just 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 do it all in one go and then just retire and so my mate was like yeah okay we need to have a conversation and so it just you just got ask, didn't you
1: so what is it then do you think guys is is the the stickler what what is what is it that stops people telling others what to do Is it the fear of being found out or the fear of people not agreeing with it or lacking it or?
0: I think it's judgment, right? I think people, we all, so Matt was just talking about, you know, potentially or definitely look at the private school option for for his kids. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we we are worried that people are going to see us in a negative light or, or feel like we're being superior to them in a way if we're doing something that kind of, is out of the, the mainstream or out of the norm and so which property is let's face it so we hide our light because we're scared you know what people will just see us badly
1: yeah it but it, always confuses me in those situations is that this those people that will have a negative opinion on it would probably do the exact same thing had they the opportunity to do it so it's just- more of a A jealousy thing really that they can't do it because of the choices that they have made or the circumstances so they try and make you feel bad because you're doing what they want to do or absolutely
2: so now are you being judgy judgy on people that aren't doing it
1: yeah (laughs) i am (laughs) i think we've all got we've all got choices right being being self-employed being an entrepreneur running a business is not easy um, we're not all rolling in money 24-7, you know, you've got good days, you've got bad days, you've got, you know, you've got shit that happens, and people only concentrate and focus on the good side of that, so they see that you can send your kids to a private school, and they think, oh, well, it's all right for him, because, without actually looking at what else goes on to get you to that point.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, I think, as well, like, <clears throat> you're always going to have people who you know let's just say you're in a room and you're chatting to 10 people the chances are 80% of those people will either be indifferent or interested right but there'll be that 20% that are affronted and we care more about them it's just silly when we shouldn't you know but we do and it's a natural human response um
2: you try. You always try to just try to fit in, or or not stand out, and that's essentially what I think we in the UK are conditioned to do, um, very much to to, to kind of try and fit into to the to the norm. Um, but you're right. I think just just having the conversation and just not not giving a shit, not caring what other people are going to say, and just be who you are, say what you're going to say, and um if you're trying to build connections if you're trying to you know make a go of this industry then you need to have those conversations to get through the crap to to um you, you need to have a bad conversation so that you, you're not afraid of it anymore <laughs> you know so true. yeah
0: like, yeah
2: you you, you, because if someone tells you oh you're a money-grabbing landlord you go okay great i've had that conversation now um i'm more likely to find someone who doesn't think that now
0: yeah it's crazy it's just Yeah. And also, I think we forget that when we're visible, we talk about what we do. Number one, that creates opportunities that we probably didn't anticipate. So it's a good thing. And that could be on the private funding side or that could be on the offering of a deal side or, you know, someone contributing to your power team because they have a skill set that you needed and you just didn't expect them to know somebody. So there's all of that good stuff. But then on the other side, there's the positive impact of of creating an aspiration in others, which I really think we underestimate as humans, that when you tell other people what you do, and you don't, and it's like a, it's not a brag, and it's not even a humble brag. It's just like, oh, yeah, no, you know what, we've worked, we've grafted our ass off to kind of like build the business. And we're at a point now we can sit the kids in private school. So it's very anecdotal. But hearing that, Could be the difference between somebody making a change in their life or not because you've carved a you've you've carved a path rather. So they'll see. Do you know what I'm looking to do that? That could be the difference between someone stepping back from their day job and looking to get into property themselves. You might inspire them to make a change because they want that for themselves as well. So you, there's we don't think about that. We think about oh, I don't want to offend somebody, but you actually might influence somebody.
2: Well, to be fair, yeah, it's different because. Uh, the the day to day feels different to the okay let me say it again the the so say so everyday life like going out there chatting to people friends community all that kind of stuff which is come outside of the business seems to be a little bit different to in the business in the business. I'll preach to the cows come home about property investing and this and that. So we do videos and all of that. I kind of I and mean, some something in my mind where it's, it seems like there's this Chinese wall, the separation of of friend. I don't know whether any of you have this similarly as well, where, where when you're trying to make friends as a a parent or as a as a musician or as this or as that. You, know, you you kind of put that different hat on. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. You have to put that hat on and you don't see yourself as a property investor. So, um, you know, I was just a at a birthday party a couple of weeks ago and chatting to a lady who happened, again, I, I just said what I did and explained about, you know, we do high-end shared housing. She's like, you mean HMOs? I was like, yes, I do mean HMOs.
0: Wow, she knew. Um,
2: and because she works for a um, like an investment firm.
0: Okay.
2: Um, so it was only a brief conversation and in a pot, you, know, you never really have more than five minutes to chat to any adults because then you're gonna have to run after a kid. Um, <laughs> but, um but then yes, in those kind of situations, um normally you you know, do you have the chance to then have those, those those conversations, not not huge amounts, but yeah, not not holding back, I suppose is what I'm saying and just and just telling the truth. Because otherwise what do you say?
0: Right.
2: You have nothing to talk about.
0: Mm. And even if it's just general inquiry, you know, people go, oh, that's interesting. I don't even know what an HMO is, you know, and you kind of you just have that conversation. They will know now that that's what you do. So -hmm. if they ever end up having a conversation with somebody else, oh, you know who you should speak to, you know, then people start joining. They become ambassadors for you without even realizing it. You just can't. You think of your life as like perpetually planting seeds or setting hairs running. You know, it's quite a nice way of thinking about it. People become your referral ambassador
2: yeah and actually what has happened in the past is that i chatted to someone who then chats to someone who says uh, "Oh, i met this guy does hma's and i'm like, what's his name matt baker's like oh matt baker hms I've read his book
0: there you go yeah seen him on instagram know about the hmo platform like it's just it's all yeah indeed it's funny
2: mm. isn't it yeah I, do
0: love
1: that. <clears throat> I find myself when i'm speaking to people and. On... Especially people that are not in the property industry. And as soon as this hear that you're or that we're investing in HMOs and shared living, it's like, oh students then. Yeah. Like actually no. Like who <laughs> so, else could there be? <laughs> you you know, other people do live in shared houses. It's not just students in university.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? I think yeah, there's you realise it, there's just a whole world of accommodation that the mainstream public don't know about um, no. because it's not their reality. You it's know not their
1: reality. They move from a family. their yeah. own home house into the yeah one bedroom flat with a boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever significant so other and don't think about how the rest of the world live.
0: But it's silly things. I mean honestly just telling people what you do If if you've got a service accommodation unit, for example, you know, just talking to people anecdotally at like play school or something, they'd be like, "Oh well, we were thinking of taking a trip up to Blackpool, so we'll stay and book yourself in." You know, I'll give you a deal. It's just silly things like that, or sort of I had. I had it once where um, a a family friend um, had a daughter that was going off to Lincoln University and was looking for student accommodation and ended up moving into one of my HMOs. Same thing, you know, and so. If I hadn't have spoken to my ex's cousin, she wouldn't have known to refer her mate to me. <laughs> <It's>
1: just... <laughs> Six degrees of separation or
0: not exactly. even that but just th- three degrees of separation. And that gets you <coughs> a tenant. So it's I think it's I think the difference is, is like if you're you shouldn't be afraid to say what you do. But as long as it's not coming across in a way that positions you above anybody else, it's just yeah. you're just saying who you are, what you do. And if people are offended by that, that's their shit. But if people are interested in that, then that could be an opportunity. There you go. Yeah.
1: But it's funny, if you put the shoe on the other foot, if someone was talking about getting a promotion in their nine to five in their corporate job, then everybody would be really impressed and really proud of them. But if you do the same thing as an entrepreneur, if you make a little bit more money or you buy an extra couple of properties, then suddenly you're the bad one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I you're, get, just, I you're, just prom- well. you're just
1: yeah, you're just promoting yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're so. I, did, I I I I
2: was supposed to run it past Nile, but I just didn't.
1: Uh, yeah, I was thinking I didn't sign that one off. <laughs> uh-huh. don't worry, I'll demote you in a few weeks. It's fine.
0: Ah!
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's <Okay. laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll get Emmy to fire you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh,
0: she's ruthless, that one. Absolutely.
1: And she's got backup now, so I'm in trouble. That's
0: oh, true.
2: Yeah. 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 You have. You're fired. Followed with a face full of vomit.
0: Yeah. Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate insult. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I just think the take home vibe from today's episode really is just don't be afraid to say what you do. Sense the room. Um, you know when to stop talking. Yeah,
1: know your audience.
0: Know hey, your audience. Um, if people are interested, sweet. And if they're not, stop talking. But don't be afraid to say who you are, what you do, because you never know what it could turn into.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think it's also quite important to say, to be clear with what you do as well. Mm. So not just saying, oh, property investor. Mm. So I would always say we do high-end shared housing, um, co-living properties, because that is a different thing to... I build houses, or I create social housing, or I do buy you know, to let, or you know create slums. So you see, you maybe it's a. Sometimes you feel like I'm justifying what I'm doing is not. I'm not a crap shitty landlord. I like to create really nice nice accommodation, um, mm. but yeah, I always say it, say it in a nice way. It's it kind of just people go, oh okay, yeah, and a lot of them say, oh yeah, no, I've lived in some horrendous shed housing. That's what most people say is that like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've lived in hell yeah. crap stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or they've got a good story, you know, like it prompts a story sometimes, you know, like I never forget one time my flatmate did this and you're like, ha, 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 that's quite good. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's true, actually. And when I work with clients, if I'm, you know, obviously I coach people and mentor them in, like, performance and confidence and stuff. And when they come to me, often one of the reasons they're not confident is because they're, they're not confident in saying who they are and what they do. Um. And so we have 20, we work on 25 word statements so that if they walk into a networking group, they say who they are, what they do, who it's for, and how it helps, right? And if you just have that nailed, you can be as nonchalant as you want to. You can stand up in front of the room and say that, or you could just say it in, anecdotally in conversation. And as soon as people know what you do, then it's that the power is with them to respond, and you can just make a judgment as to whether that continues or not. But it's really, it's really powerful really really powerful cool
2: well thank you for summarizing that Jay. so yeah. shall, shall we leave it there keep it a short and sweet one for this week
0: i'm done i think we're about as visible as we need to be on this episode we're done
2: i i'm ready to get back back for a for a nap
0: oh that sounds great i might do the same
2: Ooh, awesome. yes you are
0: you gonna have a nap
2: <laughs> do you know i think i might
0: oh what a great I'm, I'm day i'm
1: feeling i'm feeling quite tired this afternoon
0: uh, okay, maybe
2: so that, think, that can that can be another episode for future that the the power of a power nap as, a, as an entrepreneur
0: definitely and also can i just say let's step into the power of the nap and not be afraid to say that we are commanders of our own time um as entrepreneurs to have to choose to nap when we want to I would choose to have a nap at
2: three thirty-seven on a tuesday
0: that's oh, great i'm so keen for my nap i'm so gonna do it oh Yes, let's do it. Okay, well, on that note, I'm knackered. Let's go.
2: It's a goodbye from
0: me. It's a sleepy goodbye from me. And
1: it's a very goodbye from me too.